Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story about Catholic schools in Jefferson City, Missouri is a simple press release kind of a thing until you get to the end. The bishop of the Diocese of Jefferson City announced a new superintendent of schools earlier this week set to take over May 1st. The person who will run the Catholic school system there hails from the Fort Worth area or from a galaxy far, far away. Because the name of the new superintendent is Dr. Aaron Vader. (laughs) Doc Vader will oversee the three high schools and 37 elementary schools in the system and has already said she finds their lack of faith disturbing. (laughs) You wait till they get in an argument with the priest and she goes, no, I am your father. (laughs) And so it begins on the Morning Road Show. I don't know about you, Cliff, and I don't know about our wonderful 11 listeners, but for some reason in the last six to seven days, Mm -hmm. my emails have been bombarded with travel places wanting me destinations to go (laughs) to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, of all things. So so instead of just going to the uh, local watering hole and drinking some green beer, they want you to go away. Yes. (laughs) Why they would think I would be a world traveler by any means, I have no idea. I don't know where they got that impression. And you can't, like, email back and tell them to stop this craziness because I'm not going anywhere. Because no. I'm going to be honest with you, Cliff. Yeah. doesn't matter if you go to some exotic location because yeah. you have to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Six beers in, you don't care where you're That's at. That's right. You- it doesn't matter. <laughs> So you, my friend, might as well just stay in your lazy boy. Exactly right. <laughs> Are you getting these things? Or is it just me? I think it's just you. You know, Maybe it's just um, a couple of our core listeners, you know, people who we talk to on a regular basis. Yeah. They figured out how to, how to send you emails without them knowing, without you knowing it from them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're actually just telling you to go away. <laughs> Well, if that's true, if that's true, Cliff, yeah, yeah. a couple of our core listeners are yeah. doing that, Yeah, shame on you, and I'm talking to your mother about some of the emails you're sending me. Oh, really? You're getting need. those, too. I'm huh? getting yes. We'd after reviewing this incident in Waukesha, we might be ready to declare, to declare Wisconsin the Florida of the North. Police in that city of 70,000 responded to a report of a disturbance Monday alongside a city street and arrived to find one of those... Bet you didn't think you'd see this today events. The 911 caller said the woman they'd been following abruptly stopped her car, got out, went to the trunk, and retrieved several items before going to the front of the vehicle, where police said there was a possum that had become victim of roadkill laying in front of her car. Among the items taken from the trunk to the dead animal were windshield washer fluid, goldfish crackers, and a folding Green Bay Packers lawn chair. Others then reported seeing the unidentified woman pour said windshield washer fluid over the possum and then sprinkle it with goldfish crackers. And then she waved the lawn chair above the animal and yelled, Repent! When police arrived, 
they were able to confirm, in fact, the woman was performing a spiritual ritual on a dead possum in the road at the corner of Springdale and Blue Mound. One officer at the scene described the woman's behavior as erratic. (laughs) (laughs) Was it really dead? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Police also confirmed the death of the possum, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Here's a lesson learned this morning here on what, this program, Cliff. What's that? Well, I was looking at our Facebook page. We oh, you Cliff were? in the morning. Okay, I haven't had a chance to do that. There's a little little uh, column that always shows up that says suggested groups, and yeah. I've learned a very important lesson. What's that? If it starts out with the word exotic, don't click on that <laughs> one. Wow. It only took me twice, but I figured out twi- really? don't do that. Yeah. Wow. Did you see the guy in Chicago? He owns a bar, and for the second year in a row for Lent, yeah. he's uh, just drinking beer. That's oh. all he's doing. Oh. Man, I didn't hear he was doing it again this year, but I heard about it last year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, last year he lost 44 pounds <laughs> and then gained it all back in a that's year. Absolutely, yeah. Now yeah. he's already lost 18 pounds, and that's mm. all he eats or drinks during Lent. He, he consumes nothing but beer. Yes. I believe it's called the Jenny Keg diet. I'm not the sure. Jenny Keg diet. I think that's what it's called. Can you imagine What's that? loving a job enough that you would actually do it for free? <laughs> well, kind of, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. That does kind of hit close to home to you now, doesn't kinda it? Kind of does, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this guy in Virginia, Cliff, I yeah. saw it this morning. He's 95. Yeah. And for the last 30 years... He's been showing up at 5 o'clock every morning at oh. the local 7-Eleven. Okay. And doing little odd things around the place. <laughs> well, odd jobs. I don't know if he's doing, doing odd, odd things yeah. around there. <laughs> and, they're not, and they don't pay him. They don't give him any so cash. So he started when he was 65. Yes. He he's 95. The, he retired from the post office. And, and so every day for 30 years, He's not an employee of the convenience store, but he goes to the convenience store and works. Six days. Six days a week. Yes. And he's not allowed to make coffee. Okay. But he can watch the coffee, and when it gets low, he goes and tells the folks there, and they go make some new. Okay. Keeps fresh coffee there. Yeah. He kind of goes to the coolers and straightens up the bottles, the drinks, to make sure the name is facing forward on there. And uh, recently, Mm -hmm. after 30 years of doing this, they finally... Got him a jacket and a hat that says 7-Eleven on it to wear around the place. And yeah, he doesn't make any money. Okay. They pay him in bananas and drinks. <laughs> bananas and drinks? That's what he gets. That's kind of a raise for you, isn't it? It would be, <laughs> yes, because I just get bananas here. Cliff? Yes? I think I have the headline of the day right here in the front of me. Headline of the day. I believe I do. Okay. See what you think. Okay. It's True headline, Yeah, woodpecker found dead in bizarre nut-pecking accident. <laughs> it happened in Alabama. Okay. The wildlife folks down there from yeah. the officials from the Alabama Wildlife Association yeah. have video of it. This woodpecker <laughs> yeah. pecked on a pecan and got his beak stuck on it, <laughs> and it killed him. So. Because he couldn't eat. Yeah, and people are <laughs> flocking to that website to see Woody die, basically. <laughs> so what you're saying is the woodpecker, living his happy life in the woods, 
got his pecker stuck somewhere where he couldn't get it out. That's exactly right. <laughs> and then I got to thinking, Cliff. Yeah. Because at my house, yeah, I have a resident woodpecker that lives there. Really? Yes. You've got a regular wildlife refuge out there, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. Because I didn't know about the woodpecker, but I knew you had uh, squirrels, a chicken. There's been a skunk, a possum, uh, a possum, deer, bobcat, bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> And now there's a woodpecker. If I get a llama, I think I get a prize. <laughs> but I got to thinking about this woodpecker, yeah. Cliff. Yeah. And you would think, we've all seen them, but I've never seen a woodpecker stuck in a tree. You know, peck, 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 and then all of a oh, sudden... Yeah. I mean, because he can't get he his like, out. He sticks his pecker in farther than it'll, and it gets stuck in there. That's right. And he can't get it out. I've never seen that I've before. never seen that either. You would think it would, you know... At least for a brief moment, it would get wedged somewhere that he couldn't pull it out. And then he's fair game for any animal coming around. I mean, That's he can't right. move. I mean, and if, yeah, if he's because hawks will pretty well just <laughs> be all over that. Be all over that because I've seen that happen at a bird feeder, where the where the little sparrows come to eat the seeds that people put out, and then the hawk is like hunting the sparrows. <laughs> That's true. Yes, but I've never seen that, and it has to happen. Yeah. Surely, at some point in time, you would think so. I mean, I've I've had my finger stuck in places, and <laughs> wait, surely wait, 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 hold on. No one wants to know where your finger's been. Well, I have. <laughs> we this kind of this story is kind of a good news, bad news thing from the world of science. One of the biggest fillers of landfills worldwide is plastic. Even though much of that plastic produced is recyclable, vast quantities of it end up in landfills where it breaks down very slowly, and when that happens, the plastic releases greenhouse gases that contribute to climate change. Six years ago, scientists found a perplexing bug that seemed to be eating plastic. It took three years to specifically identify what the exact species of caterpillar moth that eats the plastic, although they're still, or they were, until this week, not sure why. A new study released yesterday in the Proceedings of the Royal Society of Biology, tell us what's going on inside those bugs. There's a certain type of bacteria that can only live in their digestive system that, well, it readily breaks down plastic whenever the bug eats it. That opens up a fantastic possibility of processing waste in the future. But, just like everything on Earth, what goes in must come out, and that's where the bad news comes in. The waste of the bug that eats plastic is, well, whenever the bug eats a lot of plastic, is glycol, something that can cause eye and respiratory infections in humans and can be lethal. In other words, when the bug eats plastic, it poops poison. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Cliff. Cliff, Cliff, Cliff. <laughs> Just saying. I know you're saying. I know it. <laughs> well, Cliff, it's easy to do. We've all fell into that trap where we... Uh, go around, we get in the habit of complaining about things, and yes. it's not easy to shut that down once you get in that habit, just like any old habit. Well, that's true. And there's a new way out, an easy way, it says, well, to help is. yourself okay. by catching yourself in the act of complaining, and yeah. then at the end of the complaint, mm -hmm. you get to add a little positive spin to it. So you still get a complaint, but you throw a little positive at the end of it. Okay. And it's called the but positive technique. <laughs> The butt positive technique. Yes. And I came up with an example while Russell Dickerson was singing there. And, okay. Well, maybe this was you today on your w way to work. Okay. And you were complaining about it. 
You're in your car, and you're saying to yourself, Mm -hmm. I hate driving into work today. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be anyplace else in the world but there. But I'm thankful for the kind co-workers that will be there waiting for me when I get there. Okay. Well, yeah, there's a flaw in that example. That might be a bad example. Because I know of many places where there are not kind co-workers. That that could have been a bad example. But you know the technique I was using there. It's like I, I understand it, but... It was poorly presented. Well, this is why have you try it. <laughs> okay. How about this, Cliff? Okay. You're at a store somewhere, and you yeah. see somebody you don't get along with. Yeah. Now. Well, I mean, it happens. They're, yeah. they're in the distance, not up to you yet. Right. So you put a positive spin on your right. complaint. So I'm like, man, I really don't like that person at all. Unfortunately, I can't get out of the uh, aisle in time, and here they come. I have no way to avoid them. But? At least... I'm going to get my daily delivery of hate. See that? No. no. <laughs> and, and look, this time they gave me a free box of disdain to go with it. <laughs> See, that's... <laughs> it's but positive. It's about as positive as I can get. Not but complaining. <laughs> I'm not going to make any promises. Promises? I'm not going to make any promises. What, that this show's going to be entertaining? No. <laughs> oh, okay. No. <laughs> no promises here, but hopefully tomorrow, yeah. yes. at this time, yes, we will be speaking here on the Morning Road Show with a special guest who's going to call in. Oh, that. Okay. Yes. Well, now, hopefully. That? Well, she's kind of slippery, so I'm not <laughs> she's sure yet. Slippery. She's kind of slippery. <laughs> what are you so talking about? I'm not slippery. sure yet if we can get her, but <laughs> okay. I'm working diligently. Okay. In the background, okay? All right. And if we can get her, yeah. she's going to be offering you, our wonderful 11 listeners, yeah. chances to win some prizes. Okay. If it all works out. Now, I don't okay. want to build it up real big. I've done that before on things, and it all comes crashing down. <laughs> yes. And yes. I think some of you yeah. kind of enjoy it when it goes haywire. <laughs> I, it's kind of like, you know... Like the way some people watch NASCAR. They just want to see us crash and burn. I think so, too. You know what else is coming up tomorrow, by the way? What's that? You choose the news. I know. I know okay. that. 9.15. Yeah, well, somewhere in that area. Well, maybe, Four yes. 9.30. Yeah. It depends if we get the special guest or not. Oh, okay. But like right. I said, okay, she's a slippery one. <laughs> we won't mention that if we get her <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. I though. can't wait to find out. Yeah. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> well, the research is out, Cliff, and now yes. we're being warned about this. What's that? Third-hand smoke. <laughs> That's right. So, I mean, smoking is smoking, and second-hand smoke is breathing in the smoke that, well, comes off the cigarette that other people don't, that the smoker doesn't inhale. So is third-hand smoke, I don't know, like sucking in their breath, or what? How does that work? No. No, it's not. Okay. It's... Because that would have been gross. It's just, <laughs> if you sit beside, they say... A yeah. smoker okay. for a couple of hours who's not smoking, just the uh, smoke that's on okay. their clothing oh, and oh, hair. Oh, so like say if you went to the movies and it was a crowded theater and you had to sit to, next to someone and s- as soon as you sit down, you're like, well, that person's a smoker. Yes. Throughout the course of that movie, it's like smoking your own cigarette. It's like smoking one cigarette wow. for every two hours you're by them. Okay. I sure wish there was third-hand drinking. <laughs> Third-hand drinking? I wish there was, because I'd cozy up to Paul Vuitton. Oh, you're absolutely right. I'd be in his lap during the Midday wait, Express. Wait, 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 hold on. Okay, I wouldn't be that close. I'd be, I'd be around him, though, orbiting him. Yeah. Cloud of apprehension is settling over right, the top right, of the... 
I know you're going to talk about that take it to the bank thing. Yeah. But before we get to that, yes. it has been brought to my attention. After your discussion of third-hand smoke, it's been brought to my attention that I'm a victim of third-hand smoke. You could be. Because I sit here every day for four hours next to a smoker. You but uh, from a positive thing, I don't sit that close to you. <laughs> Surprisingly, Cliff, you're not the first person to ever tell me that. So there. It's like you're having two cigarettes every morning here. It's real, and that's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit on the other side of this glass over here tomorrow. I think. Surprisingly, Cliff. Yeah. That's not the first time I've ever heard that in my life either. Well, our ticket to the bank this morning has a cloud of apprehension over it, and oh, okay. I'm just going to get that out here. Okay. Because yeah. I'm really not sure. These numbers are so crazy. Yeah. I can't possibly mm-hmm. believe this is true. What is it? Well, you know, we're just a couple of months away from the start of a very busy wedding season. Yes, I know. As you well know. Yep. And I looked up some facts from a recent survey of weddings and the costs of things at a wedding. And I'm going to rattle these off later on during to take it to the bank. And Cliff, okay. you and our wonderful listeners, yes. see if you believe any of this to be true. Okay. It's supposed to be. And it's time now for take it to the bank. Oh, good. And as I said, Cliff, yes. I'm not real sure this is true. <laughs> but Well, then isn't that the whole premise of take it to the bank? I don't think it's true it's because... That you have to be sure it's true. Well, I'm sure that the facts are true. I'm just not okay. so sure my mind can wrap itself oh, around okay this. you you just can't grasp the truthfulness of the reality we're about to discuss i live and then get on it. in a sheltered world and yeah with friends that are dirt poor evidently yeah the average wedding cliff yeah this year will cost thirty three thousand and nine hundred dollars <laughs> wow that's a lot of money that is a ton of money clearly as a wedding photographer i'm not charging enough <laughs> no you're not wow the average wedding dress. Yeah. Around. It's like about $2,000. It's $1,600. Okay. Yeah. That surprised me, too. I thought you could get one for three or 400 bucks. Well, you can. Oh. <laughs> That's the low end of the average. Wow. You, you, you probably, though, if you ever watch, see clearly, you've not watched the show, say yes to the dress. No. No, because it's a bridal shop in New York. And, um,. They have trouble because the brides go in to pick a dress and they say, what's your budget? And they say, whatever the budget is, $1,600. But they find some dress that's $10,000 and they absolutely fall in love with it. (laughs) So they have to figure out how to get them something that they like that's within their budget. $1,600 is pretty expensive. You've got to have a big budget. Yes, you do. And the wedding cake itself. You've seen them a million times. I know you have. Of course, I've seen them a million times. Yes. How much do you think one of those on average? Are we talking like a thousand dollars for the average wedding cake? No, not that bad, but it's still bad. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred just for a cake. If I spent five hundred dollars on a cake, yeah, I wouldn't even eat the thing. (laughs) You just didn't look at it. It'd be like a centerpiece. (laughs) Okay, that's a lie. I would eat it eventually. (laughs) Here's little big tank. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day. Start with number three. Doing little weird things. <laughs> Number two, no one wants to know where your finger's been. <laughs> and the number one morning road show phrase for today, I'd be in Paul's lap during the midday express. Oh, I'm a little disappointed with <laughs> the top three. You, what were you looking for? I was hoping we would go down Woodpecker Lane. <laughs> 
You want to go down Woodpecker Lane? Yes. You were talking about the woodpecker who got his pecker stuck in the wood? Yes. And well, in the a pecan. Tree, in the tree. Yes. the pecan. And he died. <laughs> no one likes to talk about dead things. Oh. Well. Because <laughs> this show's dead. Yeah. <laughs> On arrival. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.